Hi, I'm Lee. I'm Ria. I'm Marley. Number one, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very good at like doing things for me. It's going to take us about two weeks to learn it. Would I want to go to him if I wanted to hug absolutely not? Actually, give yourself a bit of a break. Mayonnaise, <laughs> better out of a jar. I've been overruled, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Wagwan, everybody. Welcome back to a new episode of Podcast Peeps. It's not even the episode, is it? <laughs> I mean, can I just say that she said podcast beeps organically there and I think we should did. end the introduction there yeah there you go Bam. is it really worth talking about oh, yeah. well I think Lee's got another I've seen him there with his fingers on his piece of paper ready to go <laughs> ready to go he's got another um, challenge would you call it yeah we'll call it a challenge I don't know how it's going to go it might go horribly wrong so he has not told us any of this or a song basically he has printed the lyrics off and me and Marley have to read it in a dramatic voice and yeah it's going to be a dramatic reading and we're going to see who does it the best is it a different song each yeah okay all right right. and then so there's two types of songs one's like a bit more um hip-hop type and the other one's a bit poppy okay so we'll mix it up and we'll see who gets it okay okay so, who wants to go first? My old man is on And dog is out. Right. So, left or right? Right. So, this is your song. Don't look at it yet, oh. please. And then you're it's just going to go. So, the challenge is you're going to go straight into it and read it as dramatically. And I don't mean necessarily like flamboyant. I mean, you can make it as, you know, like heartfelt. when um, on Big Fat Quiz of the Year. Yes. Ready? Mali, go. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, <laughs> I take a look at my life and realise there's nothing left. Oh, remember <laughs> this, listeners. Because I've been... <laughs> <laughs> We're not whispering everything. Because I've been blasting and laughing so long that even my mama thinks that my mind is gone. What hand actions too. <laughs> but I never crossed a man that didn't deserve it. <laughs> Going. Maybe treated like a punk. You know that's unheard of. We're going to be all day. You better watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's taking so long. This is already better than I thought it was going to be. Go on. You better watch how you're talking and where you're walking. Well, you and your own miss. <laughs> you what? You and your own miss. Oh. Uh. <laughs> you and your homies might be linked in chalk, lined in chalk. <laughs> I really hate to trip, but I got a lock. <laughs> got a lock. As I croak, as they croak, I see myself in the pistol smoke. Fool, I'm the kind of G the little homers want to be like. <laughs> <laughs> on my knee, on my knees in the night, saying prayers in the street, like been spending most of their lives living in a gangster's paradise. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? <laughs> I said, they've been spending most of their lives living in a gangster's paradise. (laughs) Keep spending most of our lives living in a gangster's paradise. (laughs) Why are you reading it to me? It feels like Keep spending most of our lives living in a gangster's paradise. That's the whisper. (laughs) 
Well done, Marley. That was Thank very you. good. Thank that, you. Very well done. Marley. No pressure, Ria. I feel like you were at a funeral reading the eulogy. <laughs> I hope not. For a minute. Yours in a minute if you carry on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, Rita, this is yours. Okay. So you can read to Marley. <laughs> yeah, I know. Why were you reading that to me? <laughs> right, here we go. Okay. Ready? So don't look until you're ready and just go straight in. Chiquita, <laughs> tell me what's wrong. You're enchained by your own sorrow. In your eyes, there is no hope for tomorrow. How I hate to see you like this. There is no way you can deny it. I can see that you're oh so sad. So quiet. <laughs> Chiquita, you and I know how the heartaches come and they go and the scars they're leaving. You'll be dancing once again and the pain will end. You will have no time for grieving. Chiquita, you and I cry. But the sun is still in the sky and shining above you. Marley's face. <laughs> <laughs> Let me hear you sing once more like you did before. Sing a new song, Chiquita. Try once more. Is it Chiquitita? Like you did before. Chiquitita. Chicken tikka. Chicken tikka. <laughs> Isn't it Chiquitita? Sing a new song, Chiquitita. Was I saying it wrong? Yeah. What was Chiquita. I saying? Isn't that the restaurant? <laughs> Chiquita. Chiquitita, tell me what's wrong. Yes, yeah, sing it now, and then I'll sing mine. You're not singing oh, the you're whole gonna thing. Oh, you're going to wrap yours? Yeah. Go on, wrap yours. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realise there's nothing left. Because <laughs> I've been blasting and laughing. I don't know how it goes after that. It's got, you've got the lyrics in front of you. I know, I don't know the tune. If my mama thinks that my mind is gone, but I never crossed a man that didn't deserve it, maybe... Maybe treated like a punk. You know that's in her. <laughs> this is the white version. You better watch your talking and wait. <laughs> Never mind. Well done. We've got the beatbox actually. We should get him up here. Beatboxing while you're doing it. Come on, Luke. Quick. Come on, Luke. Beatbox. Come on. Beatbox the tune. Paradise. Been spending most of life living in a gangster's paradise. I need a tea towel. I that's no shame in Luke. Somebody thinks say? they're above of uh, charity work. I'm editing this for free. Oh, feisty one you are. Right, moving on. We'll move on, shall we? Well done. Well done, girls. Very well done. Oh, we're right. Well, welcome back. Hope you enjoyed that sing-along session. <laughs> people must listen to our podcast and think, what the fuck is going on? Do you know what, though? Like, people, like, we actually sit here and record this. We plan to get together and sit and record this. <laughs> we just had to play Marley the chicken ticos and say chicken song. She's got no idea. But she, you, you knew the chorus. Yeah, I'm she not said an she doesn't like ABBA. They can get in the bin. I don't oh. like ABBA either. What? You no. know what? Lately, I found I've really tried to be honest with my opinions. Like I'm not really a Jim Carrey fan. I don't. They're not a Jim Carrey movie though that you like. Yeah, there are. But you know when people are like, oh my god, Ace Ventura, like, all right, are you five? Oh, it's not funny, is it? Gosh, That's how I, I feel. You actually, she's been really savage today. Oh. She has been savage today. You're grumpy today. What's wrong with you? Oh, okay. There's an aura about you There's today. There's an aura. There's an aura. There's a vibe. There's a vibe. Been grumpy all my life. Oh. Not on Christmas That's Day. That's the end of that. <laughs> that was going to be funny and no one said anything. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Um, 
Um, <laughs> well, so not a Jim Carrey fan yet. Go on. Um, what else don't I don't like? Don't like ABBA. Don't like ABBA. I don't know. You'd have to tell me something like popular, and then I'd tell you. Do I like it or not? Um, well, yeah. we could be well, here all day. We haven't got time for that. <laughs> no, we so, um, <laughs> we gathered here today to talk about friendships. Anything to do with friendships? <laughs> Anything <laughs> at all? Actually, did just say to me before we start press record? Do you have any? Do you, as in, do I have any friends? I just thought I had like a question. You Very shaming, ask. Marley. Yeah, he was like friendships, and I was like, do you have any? <laughs> And then she called me fat bitch. No, I didn't. <laughs> Marley, they're going to think I'm horrible. I didn't say that. Well, you said your words. <laughs> you said your words. Um, no, talking anything, friendships. So I suppose, have your friendship groups changed since you've been younger? So to much. now? Yeah, Or would yeah. you carry through, or do you think you've both carried through the same friends from all day from like childhood to now? They're ever changing, aren't they? Like mm. I still have friends from when I was young, but obviously you're your groups kind of ever change I suppose but well or they just expand yeah mm-hmm. you know obviously there are people who come and go I find those ages are less of an issue not even not that ages are an issue when you're younger but you sort of are friends with your own age group whereas mm. now if I look at my friendship group I've got friends that are from all ages it's I find it funny when you say oh my friend from work and your friend might be 60 yeah. you're like oh it's my friend from work I still find that strange but mm. I suppose as you get older it's quite a vast variety of strangely I find it I think I might have said this before but I find it strange being your friend like when we started getting close for point a while Rhea I'm pointing to Rhea sorry um, not me just because... he loves being my friend <laughs> <laughs> but like I was your mum and Dal's friend first mm. you know and they're in their 50s and 60s and um, so I was really close with them first and then obviously as Rhea got a bit older we just <laughs> then our friendship developed yeah um, so yeah, I, I find that quite strange that I've got a really good friendship with you, a really good friendship with them, and the age difference is um, the only decade that's missing is the forties. You're in your twenties, I'm in I'm my thirties. Really Do you want to watch your mouth? <laughs> that was shaming. I know, it? wasn't it? You're saying it like a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, Lisa's in her fifties, Dal's in his sixties. Gosh, they get old, aren't they? <laughs> they are when you say it like that. So um, yeah, no, but I, like it doesn't. Yeah. We can all be in a room together and it doesn't... No, yeah, age isn't really not an issue. in the slightest. But yeah, I suppose when you are young... Do you know what I always find funny? Is if you're talking to, like, if you're talking to Dal, say, who's, what's that, for 30-year difference? Me and Dal, Nearly. just under, yeah, 25. So, yeah, so you're... If you look back, so he would have left school and finished school before you were even born. Yeah. Like, that's mental. Yeah. And you think back in school, like, when you're year 11, you're not going to be friends with year 7, are you? No, that's true. I suppose, yeah, it's just, it's just crazy, I suppose, how you grow up and end up with friends across all, all varieties of life. Yeah. All demographics. It's funny, like, how your view <coughs> of age changes, isn't it? Like, I remember, like, working at the school and the kids would be like, how old are you, sir? And I'd be like, how old do you think I am? And they're like, oh, God, old. You're probably, like, 20. <laughs> and I'm like, God, I wish I was 20. Hate to disappoint you. Yeah, <laughs> but they think that's really old. I know. And then, you know, but actually... I thought I'd have my life together at 20. Did you? I know. Yeah. Which was meant to look like what? Probably married with kids. I know, why does that become our, like... I don't know. ...end goal? <coughs> I think so, more so for women. I don't know why, I might be too, you might think differently, Lee, but I think more for women, there's so much pressure on a end goal of being married with kids yeah I don't think there's much like prospectively you all have a career it's you'll yeah. be keep, keeper of the house yeah that's probably for another podcast but that's a taster probably mm. yeah back to friendships <laughs> <laughs> back to friendships um, so yeah so you've 
got friends from school still that you speak to now? Um, yeah, well, secondary school, definitely. Primary? Primary school, um, yeah, there's people I still, like, not I'm not close with. But, like, I grew up in church, and, like, so Bestie, yeah. one of the boys, mm-hmm. like, we've known each other since I was two, um, you know, and, um, yeah, so, and Ash, I've known him since I was seven. So, you know, there's, I've still got friendships from when I was a primary age. Do you feel like you have to force those friendships now? Or no. are they still just natural friendships? Yeah. Not in the slightest with them, no. Like, like things change. And, like, I, I remember, like, having to adapt to the friendship with me and Ash, you know, because... <laughs> He obviously got married and had kids, mm-hmm. and I practically grew up in his house new enough in my teenage years. Like, I had my own key, I had my own cut, toothpaste, bed, <laughs> you know, all of it. It was just, um, yeah, so I practically grew up in it. So that was a bit strange, but so there probably was a period where we had to adapt as opposed to force it. Mm. But, um, yeah, and like obviously things have changed with Bestie, he's moved to Canada, so that's changed things. But um, the bastard <laughs> left us for mm. a woman as well, loser. <laughs> <laughs> what a fool. What a fool. No, he's happy now, so it's fine. He's got a lovely little dog. Um, yeah, so... Um... Gay. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't think so. The boys' group in particular <coughs> is very organic, I think. Like, it's just... It's so much easier these days, too, with, like, WhatsApp group. Yeah. And all. Are you, it's so much WhatsApp easier to stay in contact. Yeah. Just because, yeah, for that little step, like it doesn't have to be this effort because, like, we all know that we can be avoidant when it comes to relationships. And, like, you think the longer you you think, oh, I haven't spoken to them for two months, and then so, like, do I get in contact with yeah. them before you know it's three months? Yeah. And then you always get to that point where you think it's been too long now, like, what do I say? Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and they're, they're probably in the exact same position. Whereas WhatsApp is just one of those easy things. You can drop whatever you, you want. Drop whatever you want, thing, even yeah. like a little picture or a gif or just mm. a how are you, you know. It's so much easier. So, like on the boys' group, it's we probably speak nearly every day. Some random crap in it, but it just keeps that chatting going. So, and then obviously, like we got you and Dan, and mm-hmm. then we got our little podcast thing. The amount of rubbish that goes into that between us all. Gosh, I know. <laughs> it's valuable. Yeah, it, like I love it. Like just when you're, especially like for me, like we've got such a serious job, and like you, you know, you team lead, and like it gets a bit mad sometimes. Mm. So to like finish a session and then like I catch up on you whatever crap you two have been talking about. <laughs> voice or, notes. Or voice notes uh, <laughs> are there. You know, just, yeah, it just calms. I, I've got a thing that I'll read about in a minute about what friendships give you and it just does, it gives you that kind of, okay, mm. this is nice, it's yeah. calm, your comfort, whatever. So yeah, WhatsApp is a godsend for me. Mm, definitely. But um, yeah, what about you guys? What in what? It's like friendships that you've carried through. Especially from like youngsters, you know, from being young. Well, that's a broken record, isn't it? We get bored <laughs> of talking about it. I don't have any friends from when I was young. Still now. Um, my friendships probably really started when I was like, when I started work at 17. Um, some successful, some unsuccessful. I would probably say that my earlier friendships, like from that age, were unsuccessful because I don't think I really knew how to be in a friendship. Mm-hmm. Like I'd spent so long not being around anybody that I was when I was thrust into like that work mm-hmm. environment and I was just excited to be involved um but I probably I definitely wasn't myself I wasn't as like honest about things I just wanted to fit in um so I'd say in the last two years uh, don't get me wrong I've got friends who I've had in the last 10 years um like Danielle we've been friends for a long time she's probably one of my oldest friends um but in the last two years like my friendships have really like solidified mm-hmm. and like 
the ones I got now are like the most genuine, um, probably long lasting. You found a lovely friendship group with your, like you won a raffle prize, didn't you, or something? Yeah. To a, a <laughs> to trampoline a, class. I know, believe it. <coughs> believe it, guys. I did. I used to exercise. Um, <laughs> I used to exercise. <laughs> yeah, it was trampoline in class. I literally just submitted in for a raffle. It was like a monthly pass. Went there. And I already knew one of the girls, but never. she used to ask me to go out all the time, but I used to, like, fake an excuse because I'm a nasty bitch. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> I, um, and then went there and then we went on a night out and then a couple of weeks later it was the first lockdown and we just stayed like in contact. We had a group chat and just went from there really. Then like when we were allowed out, we went on dog walks and just, yeah, I think we all kept each other going last year massively, mm. big time. And that's probably one of the first friendships that I've had where it started out really organic and honest from the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like my other <coughs> friendships, I've had to grow into this person I am today, but that started out. Just yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Just me. Just Jack. Just Jack. <laughs> and you? Um, yeah, mine have been, so I've got my school friends, a couple of us that we're still really close. Um, and like we've got a chat that we'll speak to from secondary much school. daily a uh, secondary school yeah actually primary school i don't have any friends actually from primary school I'm trying to think no no friends from primary school secondary school yeah we um some close friends there and then the rest of them so we've got like you guys um or you and dan another friendship group that we'd sort of hang around with but just thinking about every, i think all the other friends become like situational like you've got work friends and when you're in that time at work you think like oh my god I'm going to be friends with these people all the time like we're such good friends and if you leave that workplace it's very quick that you for whatever reason either they or you stop the effort or you just don't have that much in common anymore because you've taken that common interest away that then you realise oh you don't actually have them as friends anymore Mm. and then that develops and changes into your next workplace I was thinking though the other day like is that a good thing or a bad thing because like when I left Millbrook you know the school like I had so many lovely lovely friendships there and I Mm. and I was convinced that there like I knew about situational relationships but I was convinced that some of those would last yeah and they just don't you know and as much as like we still keep an eye on each other now that's where Facebook comes in and things like that you know and we'll if we met up it would just be like we were back at work yesterday Although I have that, like the relation, like we hardly keep in contact at all. Mm. And I was and I was trying to work out whether that's a good thing that we're able to kind of write. Okay, that's that one chapter. Let's move on to the next one. Whether that's a good thing, or whether it's like a, I don't know whether it's a bad thing that we're able to just actually chop people off and go. Mm. Yeah. I don't think it's a case of chopping people off. I just think like I believe in life in general anyway that people. This probably sounds very cutthroat but people serve a purpose for the time in your life so I don't think that makes their presence in your life any less significant no. but we just move on and move on yeah. like I've had friends <coughs> who I still speak to like casually but we just moved on from one another I think I find it hard fine. as well now like time mm. like it's so hard to like like we all like work full time to then help like keep your house going to to see your family, to see your close friends and family, and then before you know it, like the week's gone. Mm. So then to keep in contact with people that you don't speak to or see often just does become some, to somewhat of a, oh, you forget about them because that sounds really awful, but they don't become a priority. Mm. And then like you said before, you know it, years down the line and you've not even messaged them a hello. Yeah. 
and it just fades away. Me and one of my friends, his birthday's on August the 31st and mine's 1st of September. And we even joke now, this is the annual text, <laughs> you know, of happy birthdays. Although luckily now I see him on a Monday night playing football, but that's only just started. But um, yeah, it, but that just happens, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, and then you fall back into, you do fall into that pattern of that, oh, that's just how it is. Mm. But yeah, no, I, I, there is a part of me that's glad that in some strange way that I don't carry those friendships through properly because like you do, like you, you are then occupied with everybody else who then takes up time yeah. in your life. So to carry that through with all the other groups of friendships that you picked up, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to maintain it. Literally not. So not to the level you'd want to maintain exactly. a friendship at. Yeah. Yeah, you couldn't. No. Like I love our little group, like even so much. Like you're both. Don't look at me. Very oh, important people in my life. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's very sweet. It's very emotional of you, Marley. But I think like that's such a given for me now. Like you're just part of the fabric of my life, mm. which I don't know if that sounds good or bad, but it is a good thing. But even to the point now, like we're like in therapy, like let will be like you can't include Liam Rear in this. So, like a given. <laughs> I'm like all right, but like I wish I lived closer. Like I hate living so far away, and that yeah. would be nicer. But then at the you same learn time, learn to drive, Marley. All right. <laughs> or just move. Or yeah. go fund me. Yeah, <laughs> um, but like you said, like it's probably a good thing I don't live that close because I'd never get anything done. I know, <laughs> yeah. and I, I probably know. would be the size of a house. Gosh, the amount true. we is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, but I wonder whether we'd be better because we're seeing each other a bit more regularly. Yeah. Whereas when we yeah, do get together, joking. if I come round or if you come to mine, do we eat healthy? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I don't know why you're pretending we'd be we healthy. Every now and then, yeah, every now and then we'll go right. We're trying to eat better, so we don't don't bring too much crap or don't bring any crap. And then the next time after that, I know strictness on what we have in Chinese. And, I, know. Uh, <laughs> I know. Even today, we was like, I'll bring some balsam for some crackers. Turns out we've got. <laughs> I know. What have we got here? We've got a fat, well, this is Amali. We've got some chocolates, we've got two lots of borsom, we've got some um, aero chocolate, uh, orange, we've had some pork pies, some little, yeah, some, what are they, uh, what's the other things that we had, the little Kiev things? Oh, yeah, some chicken oh, Kievs, you know. Yeah. So we've got a family circle, two packets of crisps, yeah. And you we should have seen the smiles on the having... faces, I walked in. <laughs> yeah. Glee is what was on the faces. <laughs> yeah, it was Glee. She's, uh, she knows us. But, um, yeah. I don't know. I was going to say something, then I can't remember what I was going to oh, say. Oh, no. She's forgotten. I've forgotten. It's not baby brain like me, though. I was reading something a minute ago, though, and it was saying about, like, obviously in life we push, like, we all want to be in romantic relationships, mm-hmm. and, like, everybody wants to feel wanted in that in that sense, and, and I suppose society in some way pushes that idea of being in a romantic relationship, but is there an argument for friendships being more important than romantic relationships? Um, I don't know more important necessarily for your soul in the long run I think that we are much more better as a generation at having an equal balance of friendship Mm. and romantic partners so if I think back to like think back think of my nan and granddad they don't see anyone separately their friendships are always they will go around and see a friend together or like my nan probably has a few friends like the girls from work she calls them but there's no one that they really go and see separate they don't have their own yeah. sort of friendship groups and that could be quite a lonely place if things go wrong so if you things go wrong with your romantic partner or mm. you you can't I don't think it's healthy to just see them and only them and see friendship groups just with them also um, I think we're much better now to be able to separate and have the separate I guess maybe because being a woman or your 
you ha- you go to work. There's more women that go to work now, so you have your friendship groups at work that you see and you go out to do. Whereas before, women stayed at home and looked yeah. after the children and the house and things like that. So it's harder for them to have a separation. Yeah. But I don't really know if this answers your question. But I think it is definitely important to have a strong balance of the both. Yeah, I agree. And not just rely on the one. Yeah, yeah. I don't think like an outlet isn't it definitely you know. god yeah how many times have you gone and like bitched and moaned about your partner to like your friends they're probably Never. like he, they probably think like he needs to go in the bin like, you only <laughs> tell your friends the bad <laughs> stuff like I've been guilty of only ever saying the bad stuff you forget all the good because you just want to go to the vent I don't I wouldn't say that I don't one of the reasons that like, hold me off the most from saying like the good stuff is I don't want like probably in the past like people have made fun of me of like Beginning him up or stuff so now I'm like oh do I see that and people are going to like mock me that's, that, like, mm, that's typical that. of how we like even talk about ourselves mm. you can't talk about the good because otherwise you're picking yourself up yeah you know and it's it is sad that we're we're kind of like that isn't mm. it but also it, there is that thing as well you know we've got people in our lives although we trust the, our friends maybe that they wouldn't do that but you don't want them to bring you down mm. yeah. so if actually you do see something really positive about your partner mm. you know you wouldn't want to go and they kind of go well, is that it or whatever and yeah, then all yeah. of a sudden you see it differently yeah so you probably protect that a little bit as well yeah, yeah. probably um so we probably yeah but um, yeah i do think we often vent to some of our closest definitely yeah. you see as well like friendship groups now like on instagram and stuff like that like ev- like the you look at them and think, God, they look like the perfect friendship group. Like if they're going on hen parties or, mm. and they've all got like the matching stuff and they probably pay like three grand to go on hen do somewhere and they all look like the best friends. And I look at that and think, oh, I wish I was part of that. But then actually I remember and check myself to think, this is social media again. <laughs> like this, mm. they've literally probably spent all this money just for a photo of social media. Mm. She's sleeping with his husband. Yeah, exactly <laughs> that. Like literally, yeah. Like who the hell knows what's going on in their group chat. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think friendships are still, people compare friend, their friendship groups to others as well. Mm, probably. I would have thought that people do, yeah. On some level. Bloody social media, put it in the bin. I don't know if I ever have compared friends, ever. Have you not? I've never compared relationships either. Like I've never looked at someone else's relationship on social media and been like, have you not? No. Do you not ever look at like, so, so for example, you want to get married? Yeah. Do you not ever look at like people who are married and think, mm, I do wish I had a bit of that? No. What do you just think like, oh, that's their life. I'm really happy for them. Yeah. I don't I'm know why I, I surprise myself with that really. I never look at like people and think like, oh, they're married. Like that's, I wish that was me. Like, never in that way. I obviously would like to get married. Yeah. But I would never look at people and, like, are envious of what they post and stuff. But I think that's because I know, like, social media is, like, mm. a facade, isn't it? People know, only post the good moments. Of course, it's a snapshot. Like, yeah. I've like got one of those quotes in my counselling room. The reason we struggle with insecurity is because we compare our behind the scenes with everybody's highlight reel mm-hmm. you know and that's that's what we get to see you show people what you want them to see mm. I could speak volumes I guess about where my priorities are within like my security my insecurities because I would definitely look at people who were a lot slimmer than me and stuff like that that's probably where I look at people I'm like oh, don't eat family circle arrow pate <laughs> crackers <laughs> whole song no, that's not wrong very well today <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there, I was just reading this thing and it says actually research shows that friends are re- actually even more important to our psychological welfare than romantic relationships friends bring more happiness into our lives than virtually anything 
Do you know what I've always said? Like this, you might disagree, but I don't ever laugh as much than when I'm with my friends. Mm. Like that bellyache laugh, like some people just don't have with their partners. Like me and my friend, we always say like, when we're together, we laugh so much that you like you ache in or like you can't breathe. You know, there's no noise that comes out when you're laughing. And it's been like that since school. And I'm like, I've never had that with a partner. That makes me sad. I just feel like. Not like a... not to the same level or not to the same quantity like we could laugh all day and like you do leave there aching if you're like you're gonna get a six pack yeah whereas with your well I was with my partners it's always like yes you laugh and you have you get on and have a good time but not to the same degree as when you're mm. with your friends yeah I don't know why that is but probably because like you do end up spending far more time you know much more time with your partners and so you get in and they get the you that comes in from work and that's a bit miserable or the bit, mm. you know, or you're talking them, talking to them about your day or, I don't know, the, mon- the monotony of life. I suppose mm. that's true. They get an element of that. So And life does have its ups and its downs and they join that pattern, yeah, I don't suppose. they? So, but yeah, I suppose your friends, you're seeing them like for an afternoon or you're popping around, so you're mm. only like having the good times. I yeah, I suppose I laugh the most when I'm with you two, like all day. We are geniuses. so funny. But I would say I <laughs> barely laugh and like have the no sound come out and stuff with Luke every single day. Oh, Molly, that's really cute. I, mean, like, I would say at least once a day there will be ten minutes where we're literally laughing like that with one another. That's very cute. It's nice. That is really nice. So I can't relate, Sals. I'm happy for you. Thank you. But yeah, even here it says uh, one Swedish study found that along with physical activity, meaning a rich network of friendships can add significant years to your life. So you basically, what I'm hearing there is that it's not a problem that I don't exercise. <laughs> exactly. Guys. The fact that you've got us two means you've added 10 Thank years to your you. life. <laughs> this brings us back to the support network around you. Yeah. You need a little bit of everything. From a lot of different people, not just yeah. one person. Mm-hmm. But I like it says here the benefits of friendships improves your mood. Of course. Helps you to reach your goals. We've talked about that before. Well, uh, that episode didn't go out, did it? About the people around you. No, we uh, scratched so it. We scratched it by Harris. I wonder whether we need to put that out there now. <laughs> Director <laughs> Harris, it wasn't good enough. Um, reduce your stress and depression. Yeah. Uh, support you through tough times. Mm-hmm. Support you as you age. Oh, and boost does that take self-worth. us for Botox? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and boost your self-worth. You know, and actually we, we know that all of those will tap into the good chemicals and all that sort of stuff that just, yeah, helps enrich how you feel about life, how you feel about yourself, how you mm. feel about the people around you. Mm-hmm. But I think so, even like Rhea's pregnancy, like, I think it's so nice that we can all <coughs> join in there. there. From day one, guys. I know, like, I think that's so precious and so nice. You've actually, Lee's been there from the moment I weed on yeah. the stick. Lit- and held it. And held it. Yeah. And held it. And but, yeah, Molly, um, you were literally like two days after that. Yeah. Even the day after, yeah, it's the day after. Yeah, yeah, the day after. Yeah. Rhea so did make me emotional there. the other day. She sent us a video of they put the baby's heartbeat in a teddy bear. <laughs> and um, it made me very emotional. Uh, Luke's just going, say bye, everybody. Bye, love you. Thanks, editor. Thanks, thanks editor. Bye. He's going to watch the, the Grand Prix. Wrong. There's only two weekends left, Marley. There's only two. <laughs> he needs to I go. need to be left ready for five. I, exactly. <coughs> I hate Formula One. <laughs> She's not belly laughing when Formula One's on. I'm not. I'm <laughs> ready, ready for a split. 
I think <gasps> you know, sorry on a side note on that the other day I went to the toilet and he put the toilet roll like the other way the oh, wrong way and I was like that. Luke if you do that again we're going to have to break it oh. <laughs> did he have it folding like underneath yeah. Did you do that? Did you do that? Was that, that was not me. That wasn't me. I was like, Definitely who else was, was it? Lottie. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> the big paws. <laughs> the only person that's ever had a good enough excuse to put the toilet roll that way is my uncle, who's only got one arm, <laughs> and right. he has to hold it against the wall with his left arm and then rip it really quickly against the wall. Okay. Fine, Nick, you carry on. I get that with you. We Anybody it. else? Luke, right way next time. Should please. be over the top. Definitely. But um, yeah, that was a side note. Yeah, just wanted to put that in there. Um, what were we saying? We were talking about. Um, oh, you've got a moche listening to the heartbeat. Yeah. I, I was actually surprised how moche you did get. Yeah. I felt touched seeing you get a moche. Yeah, so did I. I thought, oh gosh, I haven't had the right reaction. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, it's. I think it's like the innocence of it all. Mm. Like, it's just, one, you've got this cute little teddy bear, but two, then it, that's like, that's Shanice's Aww. heartbeat. And when we brought it up earlier, I could see you get a little bit of emotion. Once I then clicked that it was a girl, <laughs> and I was like, oh, Shanice is real. Shanice and, we'll and we'll see her in real life and be like, oh, I remember when you were just a little alien with a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah, she did have an alien face, bless her. Yeah. She did, yeah. But yeah, I just think stuff like that, that you can share that with more people you know like they say like a problem halved is a problem yeah like yeah. one problem of the like shared is a problem, problem half but i feel like that with joy but like the opposite oh definitely <laughs> joy is shared as joy doubles like with the whole pregnancy <laughs> yeah, thing true. with the whole pregnancy thing a lot of people say like oh don't tell anyone until you're 12 weeks like yeah, that's yeah. the safe point even though it's not like mm. there's still anything that could go wrong past 12 weeks but i was i think i was talking to lee about this actually where i was saying i've told the people that i want around me if anything does go wrong mm. so if anything is does go really drastically wrong. What those people told you know what yeah. you're going through to be able to support me rather than being either one, not telling them at all and having to deal with it on my own or two, having to tell them from the beginning, go yeah. through it all and then say something Because then they're going happened. through their own shit like as to yeah. why didn't you tell me? Exactly. You know, and actually yeah. what you need is just them to be there for you in that yeah. moment. Yeah. So it made perfect sense when you said yeah. that. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I wouldn't want to be like broadcasting it everywhere. Yeah. You, just want you didn't tell work people. until like 12 no. weeks did you and stuff. So. No, but that was like a relief for me to tell some people yeah. know that what's you probably going are, on. Probably that statement probably is true actually that your friends are more important than... I do think like when I read that yeah. I did think to myself I wonder if... Because I just thought actually I know I'm making that very black and white but if I had to then choose between having one person in my life for the rest of my life that mm. is romantic but yeah it's a lovely relationship or friendships for the rest of my life I probably would go friendships. Me too. Well, I feel like that's hard. But then I don't. I, that is too hard because also, like, I'm very needy and I'm very affectionate, and so to miss out on that would be I'd probably be in depression within six months. You know, but um, I'd be like, six minutes. Too close to me. <laughs> yeah. I'm not hugging you. I'd be like, it's only your bed. <laughs> Chill out. I'm in pajamas. <laughs> uh, I'm not a huggy person at all. Like, no, you're not. We never hug, do we? No, you're probably. It's strange. You're probably one of the hug. only people that I don't hug much. No. I hug you more than I hug her. That's I'm pointing to Marley there, by the way. Yeah. Are you um, huggy, Marley? I don't think you are. I don't ever see really Marley hugging. Which is strange because I'm massively huggy, but yeah, you two are two of my closest friends and I don't no. hug you. Maybe we're just stone cold. I know, I don't know why. I just. No hugs allowed. I'm not very well, you know me, in intimacy. Well, <laughs> save that That's it's another, another podcast. podcast. That's a recipe. <laughs> <laughs> so it probably makes sense that I don't. There's very few people I would hug, like if a friend. 
So let's say, for example, like Kelly come back like a few Halloween, I think it was. She was doing like a Halloween movie night, and when I walked in, she's like, "I'm gonna give you a hug," and I don't like it, and everything inside me was like, mm-hmm, "Get away!" Yeah. But I don't like dislike it. Like I appreciate. It. I'm probably more likely to accept a hug like from a man than a woman. <laughs> Bet you are. <laughs> what can I, I wasn't say? just a little bit of a slag. <laughs> I was a total slag. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I just yeah, friendships I think are. There's a, there's a moment now, like, I think in the last year, two years maybe in particular, I've started doing, like, mental snapshots. So, like, to make sure, because, like, it's been tough, I wanted to make sure that I remembered what I'm grateful for and things like that. And so I, every now and then I make sure that I do these little moments where I just, for five seconds, just take a step back and appreciate what's around me. Mm-hmm. And I do that one every week, every Friday with my football lot, even though they drive me insane. <laughs> Um, with the boys there's a moment before we actually kick off 8 o'clock we're just kicking the ball at Dowling goal and <laughs> oh, um, there's plenty going in but we're all like it's all like a mini catch up you know mm. we don't we don't warm up even though we're getting old and crooked now <laughs> we end up just like chatting and there's always a moment I just stand there and just look because most of them are my friends since secondary school mm. and we're all the same age and we still you know are together yeah. and I love that and I, like <clears> I always think I was meant to go to Crypt which is a grammar school in Gloucester but I was adamant I wasn't going. So I went to Central, which was a rough school at that point. And like, I'm so glad that I did because the friendships that I have from Central mm. are incredible. Like, Although you probably would have had the same, like not yeah, take it away from that. You've got really good friendship groups actually from secondary yeah. school. Yeah. And then yeah. I suppose you don't know either what you get. From, I suppose that's where your purse in life takes its course. Yeah. But you don't know, I suppose, if... Like, you know, I always think of that, like sliding doors, you know, yeah. the film. Mm. Like if one thing changed, what Gwyneth. would happen? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's true as well what they say like you can choose your friends but you can't choose your family and I think mm. that's like what makes friendship so much more special and I think that's like really been highlighted to me over the last however many years like my friends are my family Aww. you know I have different friends I can go to for different things and definitely laughter sadness whatever deep conversations I've got a bit of everything you actually are excited about Shanice that's yeah. what makes me emotional, is that you don't Does get excited it? about babies. I literally don't. Yeah, I know. Literally Even you said earlier, didn't you? Like, God damn you, Ria, for making me, making like me care. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no I know, I actually am. And, like, I can't wait until she's born and have a little cuddle. Oh. <laughs> Maybe I'll give it back now. Yeah. <laughs> if it's sick on me, then, like, we'll phone the yeah. police. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Jackie. <laughs> Well, yeah, I don't know. I just think, right, what is it that you gain from your friendships more than anything? And what do you think, actually, like, when friendships have gone wrong, what do you think is, like, what what's the damage you think that that's caused? I know they're two um, very separate questions there. So. I think so a lot of friendships go wrong just from, I think, lack of effort, either side. And that's not a net, like, saying it's a... They didn't bother with me, so I didn't bother with them type thing. I think it, I've never had a friendship come to an end because of um, an argument or things have gone drastically wrong or something awful. It's more just uh, you've grown apart or, um, yeah, your situation or your circumstances change, which means you see them less and then they just drift away. Have you ever had, Stay like, away. friendships where there has been an incident mm. where it's, like, really tested your friendship or you've had, like, a falling out, like a big falling out? Uh, yeah, one friend, I would say. We're not friends anymore for a few years. <laughs> we yeah. haven't been for a few years. But that doesn't actually bother me. You know, we were friends and we fell out, and then we were friends again and we fell out, and then we were friends. 
and now we're not friends anymore. Gosh. But I still don't really look on that person with any like hatred or malice. I just think we were both going through tough things at the time. Mm. We couldn't be there for one another and it just became too toxic. Mm-hmm. But I still like she still gave me a lot. Like she gave me lots of laughter. She was there for me, like vice versa. Um I've had friendships where they've kind of moved on in their life. Like she had a kid and then she like got a lot closer to someone else who had a kid, so that meant that I just kind of took a back seat. Um what was the other question you asked? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't but know. But just about like the questions. damage that then caused. So I do think um, like so then having that did that because obviously you've had you just you just talked about the fact that you you've created new really close yeah. friendships since then like do you think there was any damage from that relationship that you then had to work through with newer relationships yeah i would say like the honesty factor is really important like, for you like as in you need them to be honest both right yeah so like there are instances where like stuff would happen that really upset me but i wouldn't have said because i was too Mm. afraid to like create a first yeah um so like that's probably a learning i've taken on um but like damage wise it definitely makes me more skeptical skeptical to be in friends like i'm very i know we spoke about this before but that's like one of my biggest insecurities is friendships Mm. um but i think that's probably a combination of quite a few different things but yeah i honest is the best policy in all of life Mm -hmm. um and if you can't you know, even if that leads to fallout, that's fine. But at least you're not. I think there was a point last year where I just kind of said to Luke, like, I'd rather have no friends than be in a friendship that brings me sadness all the time. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. I went to a girls' school, and it was in secondary school. And the bitchiness and the gossip and the hatred that girls can have towards each other is just awful. Like, I would never, ever want to go into a girls' school again. Like, I didn't get bullied or I wasn't... It wasn't a bad time for me, school, but I do remember some key points where girls can just be vile to mm. each other for no, just for no reason. And I don't know if it is like, a, like girls are worse than boys, but I think girls are just genuinely more catty mm. and vile and malicious to each other. And I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why teenage girls are so cruel. And I can only imagine it in school now is worse than what it was when I was even in school. Do you why? Think? Yeah, I think just social media. I think if you were having a bad day in school before you would go home and you kind of forgot about it Mm. in your safe space at home with your family but you can't escape it now there's snapchat and tiktok and instagram all these things where people can message you or whatsapp constantly and you just can't or even you just go on it even if they don't get in contact you then go on those platforms imagine going on and seeing they're at a party together and not invited you or something like that like you're just whole that belly flipping moment of being left out you just Mm. can't escape it now yeah actually yeah that's so true like imagine on a weekend seeing all your friends together that they didn't invite you to Mm. and they probably girls are so bitchy they probably post on there like oh we'll put this on so she can see that we didn't even invite her like when two of your closest friends (laughs) find another gay and they go to a garden centre and said of you with instead of going with oh, you, you when invited. your friends have a cook, cooks a roasted oh, yeah. the very right. first time. <laughs> oh, does it invite you? And then how that turned? Then FaceTimes you to tell you how good it was. <laughs> <laughs> how how the tables have turned? Oh yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Sorry about that. Yeah, I'll let it go. In ten years, <laughs> I wish you well. In hell. 
I just said not TikTok. Are you no. well? I thought you were. Have you seen that? No. <laughs> Radio one. Well, both of you on a bit. But yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Like, I do think, but even as adults, I think that's still a bit of a struggle sometimes. Like when you go on Instagram or, you know, um, Facebook or whatever, and I don't know, you just see things that you've not been invited to, or you like, you know, yeah, the highlight reel of other people's. Yeah. I do think it, cre- yeah, social media needs to, at points. I know what just, it's the one I do have, I'm so glad I don't have Facebook. I have Instagram. I don't think it's so bad, for me anyway, from what I have on there, I don't see anything bad, but Facebook, I just, it would really bring me down, I think, where it is purely people posting all of their highlights. I'm just, yeah, I'm glad. Do you know, nothing hurts more than when people do that end of year, New Year's posts, and you thought you were good friends, and you're not included. (laughs) (laughs) I would just hate reading it. Like, I don't care. Like, I just, I don't care. I know. I don't care about people's lives. (laughs) People's lives in general. (laughs) No, I don't care. Mind whatever it is. (laughs) 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 I don't care when people just post the good. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't care for you. You're not authentic to me. Like, if you're going to post a life, post it all don't just post i don't care that your kids start school today i don't care your kids are sausages for tea i Can don't we care put this in the history books yeah <laughs> because... this time next year we're going to be getting bloody messages yeah but i would send to my friends look at shanice she's just tried her first wall sausage <laughs> took a twizzler for tea tonight <laughs> i am um, like my friends would send me stuff of their kids and i love to see that but that's because i genuinely care about them yeah i, see what I you're don't saying, care yeah. about someone i was in school with in year eight and their child is now Starting school. I literally don't care. Mm. I do, and you, they say, "Oh, do you know what gets me?" Oh, Here we we've go. got her on. Here we go. What gets me <laughs> is the people that post their Christmas tree or the presents underneath. <gasps> I hate that. I yeah. actually do hate that. That is number one pet peeve for me because one, your Christmas tree looks awful. Why have you posted that on social media? Oh, so many round Christmas trees. So many. Number two, no one cares. No one cares about how many presents everyone gets. And number three, why is it always a challenge every year? Why is it always the parents are going out to like top yeah. other pr- parents? That bit I get. Like the rest of it, like if somebody was just showing a picture of their Christmas tree in the presents, like if they're proud of the fact that you know this is this is what I've got for why my kids. Why not take it as soon as they've done? No, see, I just think I don't mind that. But if they, but that if they're doing it for show and in terms of like I want to make sure people see how good my thing. I think that's what people that do. Bo- do that bothers me. I think do, it's the pre- even the presents bit. Like they're proud what they got for their children and their tree. There's always something that like they're worse off. Like, why Why is that something to post? Why do other people care? I think it is a bragging moment. Yeah. Mm. I think if I put on there, oh my gosh, blah, 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 this year's been so hard, I'm so grateful that I can give all this to my kids this year, like, that's a nice, genuine, authentic post. But when it's just like, oh, Merry Christmas. Like, you see... I'm it. able to buy my kids many presents this year, and, like, all the sofas, like, covered yeah. and stuff like that. Like, that's a brag. Yeah, no, I get like and I hate, I why not that. just send that to your close friend and friends why is it going on Facebook for everybody to see I think that's what I struggle with I don't know why people I suppose it's their highlight their really best like we don't know that they've got 10 grand's worth of credit cards debt because they've gone out to buy all of this it's just another thing to try and make themselves look good I suppose I just think it's part of my like if I posted some of that that would be part of my joy of Christmas but I think if you posted I think... it I think it would be genuine do you know what I mean? I think it depends on the person then maybe who's posting it. Like if you posted something like that, I, that would like fill me with joy. Yeah, that's. I'm just like this is my joy and I'm yeah. just trying to spread it. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm yeah. not like, 
Yeah, it wouldn't come from a bragging place. Yeah. I, think that's I, do think really, I don't know why I am so conscious of it. I'm so conscious of what people post and it, how it affects other people. And I don't know why, whether or not I've been affected by it. That I'm. Well, you chose to come off Facebook, of so you must have been affected. Yeah, I just don't even. I'm going to choose, like, chosen not to announce your pregnancy. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's just I'm more just conscious. I'm more just conscious of what people then see and feel. Like, imagine someone sees that Christmas, okay, the Christmas tree, the Christmas tree and the presents, and they've actually spending their Christmas alone. And oh, they've gone and seen really it on sad. their... Or having to find shelter. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Or they've really struggled to buy their kids Christmas presents this year, and they've actually not managed to get them anything, and they're having to go to a food bank for Christmas dinner. Also, and then they see yeah. and I'm just like, everyone enjoy their own Christmas separately. <laughs> no one needs to see it all. But I suppose that's no different than posting themselves. a holiday snap. Yeah, that's true. That's but that's what I don't true. get either. I'm really just like... I know, but imagine getting to that moment. Like, yeah, again, I suppose that's different. We're on a different subject now. Yeah, we are actually. Maybe we that, are that, taking maybe us that off. needs to be another topic. Social yeah. media. Social media. Yeah. I'll put it on the list. Put it on the list. Um, but... Guys, would you do a challenge and do no social media for two weeks? Yes. It's social media detox. Yeah. Shall we do um, it? Well, that'd be... As in, like, personal, because obviously we've got the podcast, I've got my quiz Oh, stuff. you could do, like, your um, counselling one or whatever. But like well, a personal. You. No, I'm saying like you. <laughs> but from my work. thing. But like as in, so no detox. Twitter, no Facebook, no. Nothing. No Instagram. Yeah, I would. Should we all do one? Yeah, I see people do social media detox, and it's what, more about being present in the moment. Yeah, we do jam. Because like I love Christmas, so I do like seeing people's Christmas things. Tree. Yeah, I'm gonna post my <laughs> Christmas tree later. With all the presents under it. Yeah. You bloody better not, Harry. And he's gonna be sitting in front of it with his two fingers up, like, ha ha, you can't afford this, bitches. <laughs> I definitely won't, not this year, I can't afford anything anymore. Do you know, I tell you what I actually love about friends, like friends at Christmas. I love, like, the little bits of things you can do with your friends around Christmas. I think for some people, spending it with their families can be a bit overwhelming. A chore. Yeah, so I like, I love, the, like, the little pockets of joy you find with your friends. Like, if you go out for, like, a Christmas drink or Christmas... Christmas or come round, come round at New Year's to watch somebody do a drinking challenge oh and be dreadful at it. Oh, Monterey. <laughs> that was brilliant. That was you just tragic. kept going and kept going. And I've everybody got, could see that it was going to end badly. I've got no limits. You had no qualms <laughs> in opening that other bottle, did you? I get excited. I love a challenge. <laughs> it was a drinking. And you just kept losing. I know. But that was unreal, how much you lost. I, don't, I only remember doing it like twice. I don't remember like there being many more times. Oh, there was quite Molly, a few. Do you think that's go again. Now we'll probably stop. Go again. Yep, go again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how embarrassing. Oh. But um, yeah. Right, do you know we what are we on now? Fifty-one minutes. No, oh, we're not. Gosh, yeah. Lord, go on, don't we? You're all welcome. <laughs> uh, go on. Last point. Before. You were going to make one. It's not really, it's just a funny thing. One time I got so drunk and I apparently, the next day I was told that I was stood up like talking to everybody in a South African accent. <laughs> Why and, can like, I? To this day, it still brings me massive Do your cringe. South African accent for me? South Africa. Do you know, I don't even find that hard to believe. I can picture you doing it. Is that it? I want to hear some more. I can't do any more than that. That's good. Thank you. Crickets. <laughs> Crikey, mate. Australia, this, is, isn't this, it? this is Australian, mate. Oh. Crikey, mate. Oh. See, there is that from the dead. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Steve. Right. right. Anyway, that's enough from R. us. R.I.P.S. XOXO. Guys, I'm glad you're my friends. I'm glad you're my friends. What a cheesy way to finish. Oh, nice. Aww. I'm glad you're my friends too. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> We're going right. to have a great hug now. <laughs> <Yeah>. Don't judge me. <laughs> right. Thank you very much, everybody. Um, Merry Christmas again. This is going out just before Christmas, so um, hope Merry you have Christmas a wonderful everybody. Christmas and New Year. It's like the Graham Norton show. I know. And uh, <laughs> pre-recorded. 
Um, <laughs> take care. Bye. Bye. Podcast peeps. <laughs>